This is the City Surgery on City Talk 105.9. And it's City Talk 105.9. A very good afternoon to you. My name's Mick Coyle. Welcome to the Gadget Surgery. It's that time of the week where we sit down with our gadget guru, Gary Miller, and he helps us out with our tech-related problems. Good afternoon, Gary. Good afternoon. Yes, it's Gary Miller to answer all the questions on gadgets. Will it be a phone or a DVD? What kind of TV to purchase, perhaps? Or is it an antivirus issue? So it could be lots of different issues. We know some of the answers, not all of the answers, but we do know people that know some of the additional answers, which includes you out there. Um, and, of course, people every week email in the questions. They do. Somebody actually tweeted in a question this week, which is, why ah. does the new Ford Turan only have two cup holders? I didn't think you know the answer to that one, Gary, so I've just left it off my uh, my sheet this afternoon that I've uh, that I've printed off. Is it a vehicle for two rather than for four? <laughs> I, have I have no, no idea. idea. Uh, let's crack, uh, crack straight on because, of course, people have been emailing their questions over the course of the week to surgery at citytalk.fm. That's surgery at citytalk.fm. Uh, you can do the same if you've got questions for our gadget guru, Gary Miller. Leanne, Uh, emailed the show she says dear gary what system do you use for listening to music on your iphone or do you use blackberry i've got issues with syncing itunes and want to know if there are any alternatives you've mentioned before that you've run you run an iphone and you run a blackberry for work gary but you listen to music blackberry no don't use it for anything Uh, and in fact the only time i've ever used it for anything other than emails or text messages but actually mainly emails is actually when my iPhone battery's gone flat and I've had to take photographs and the quality of the, the quality of photographs in the BlackBerry, my version anyway, not very good. iPhone, however, I do listen to some music, but I'm not a big music listener on my iPhone. Yet there are millions of people who are. I, I tend to listen to music at home rather than driving, which obviously on my iPhone that is, because... Uh, Putting the uh, earphones into my ear while driving can be distracting. So I would rather listen to uh, City Talk and Radio City uh, on the car radio than through my iPhone. Well, let's solve the issue then that she's got with syncing iTunes. What what can be going wrong there for Leanne if her, if her iTunes is not syncing correctly between a computer and a phone? I think you answered it at the beginning of the question, actually, when you mentioned about my iPhone. Um, and I thought you were going to say, uh, I've used the iPhone and... Well, actually, I do run out of space, so I can't get all my music onto the iPhone, and that might be the issue. So when you go to synchronize, you can tick a box that says synchronize all, or you can synchronize the ones that you choose. So basically, you tick the albums or the singles that you want on your iPhone. And if you've done that, any new albums that you've put on, They've not been ticked, so they won't synchronise with your iPhone or your iPad. So you have to actually then go back in to the machine from which you're syncing and tick the relevant albums or singles that you've downloaded. I'm never quite sure why why people sync music onto their phones, unless they've got the world's biggest, you know, uh, iPod or or a massive iPhone, which has got loads of space, because you click sync and it puts on some, and then he goes, oh, you know what? There's not enough room for for everything else. So stop. So do it manually. Yeah. If there's albums you want to listen to, just drag them in through your iTunes. And that's what you're doing by ticking that box. You're dragging them in. Uh, Because I only ever do... The only automatic thing I have going onto my iPod is, is podcasts. 
and I have that set so it downloads the last five that I've not listened uh-huh. to, and then it puts them in and takes the old ones off as well. You can do that automatically, but maybe try it like that. Do it from a manual point of view. Uh, you might get somewhere, Leanne, because as I say, Gary says there, uh, BlackBerry, bit of a no-go when it comes to listening to music. Although maybe people are listening to this, there's a great app available for BlackBerry. Do let us know uh, via the email. Send it in, surgery at citytalk.fm, and we'll certainly pass that on to our listeners. Uh, dear Gary, says Francis in Wavertree, can you replace the screen on a laptop yourself? Um, I have a two- to three-year-old model and have the screen replacement on eBay. It's the whole unit, case included. Do I need to get an engineer to do it? That's Francis in Wavertree. I don't think I'm saying fix it yourself, as in Gary, you do it. But, no, uh, I know what the, uh, who's the, what's the name? It's uh, Francis. 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 Francis with an I. So yeah, Francis with an I. Yes, you could. That's the, the true answer. I wouldn't. But of course, you know, an engineer has an anti-static strap attached to their wrist, which means that when you're playing around with the inside of the computer, you know, there's less tendency to short circuit something. If you don't have that basic tool, you could short circuit something else in the portable computer that you may stop it from working. So actually, it is best to get an engineer to do it. However, if you know what you're doing, and you've got an uh, anti-static strap, then you could actually physically unscrew the gubbins, put the new gubbins in, and screw it back in again, and then it it, it should work. I, I worry about uh, you know everybody else trying to fix their computers that way because they could make it worse than it is already. Uh, Francis, good luck Thank with you. it. Um, get somebody else to do it if you've got any doubts whatsoever. Sometimes you watch things on YouTube and there's a bloke that goes, hey, it's dead easy, this, you can do it yourself. And then you make a mistake. And then as soon as you make one mistake, it becomes another mistake. And next thing you know, you've written off the laptop and your old screen and the new screen as well. There are engineers in the Brunswick Dock. There are engineers in most of the big electronic retailers, either Aintree or Speak, um, etc. And there's places even in London Road, not far from City Tower, that will fix your machines for you. You can send them away and get them fixed. Go on to Google, search for your make and model and the word repair, and there will be loads of people will come up saying they will do it for you. But it won't be as cheap as you doing it yourself. Uh, Marky Leo uh, on Twitter tweeted in the show, Gary, to ask a question. DAB Radio, worth paying more to get in your car? Question mark. Um, Sometimes it's DAB a standard in some new models. It car. is DAB standard. It's, it has been in America for a long, long time. And it's you can sort of um, record and you can uh, you can go back. And it's a bit like, you know, looking at things like iPlayer and whatever on your... It's been a bit like the City Talk website where you can go back and listen to previous editions of the Gadget Surgery online via City Which Talk I saw has been promoted quite heavily in the last couple of weeks. Well, maybe people should go online and, uh, and listen to uh, previous episodes of the Gadget Surgery available on citytalk.fm. Enough of the hard sell. Go on. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, but um, DAB radio, fantastic quality, you know, really good quality. Um, and uh, But not every radio station uh, is on DAB. Um, and uh, the quality is better than FM, better than uh, medium wave or AM. Um, so quality-wise, excellent. Recordable, yes, uh, can go backwards uh, and forwards again, yes. Um, so uh, everything for it, a little bit more expensive, but if it's coming on the car already, 
Does it matter? It's just a radio. Gary, if you're sitting in a traffic dra- uh, traffic jam, maybe you're driving up Edge Lane at a moment, listening today, so you're waiting outside of school for after school club to finish, and you're listening on FM versus listening on DAB, and there's kids running around outside, the engines running. You're not there listening people, to anything. You, you don't know the no, but you don't it's know the difference. Noise. You don't know the difference, no, do you, you between FM no. and DAB? It's it's the the choice of of, of station. I think and as much as anything, well. isn't it? Great speakers, you get better quality. Not so great speakers, you don't. But you're right. It's all that distraction going on around you. Um, so whatever the car comes with. But if you're a big music fan, etc., um, and you want to listen from radio, then, yeah, get it. But, you know, an unnecessary expense, I think. Yeah, or get just get a better radio. You might get a better radio with better speakers. But you couldn't get a better radio than City Talk 105.9 <laughs> FM. Gary Miller is with us. It's the Gadget Surgery. If you've got a question for us, do send it in. The email address never changes for the Gadget Surgery. Surgery at citytalk.fm. That's surgery at citytalk.fm. Or like some of our correspondents this uh, this afternoon, uh, they've tweeted in. I say this afternoon, it's over the course of the last week. They've tweeted in their questions via at citytalk1059. That's at citytalk1059. The next question comes in from Mason. Gary Mason emails the show to say, Dear City Talks Gadget Surgery, what's the difference between 5.1 sound and 7.1 sound? And what would you recommend for a living room hi-fi and DVD setup? Mason emailing the C, uh, the uh, legal surgery. Basically, uh, better sounding quality uh, in that uh, five speakers compared to seven speakers. That's the simplicity of it. So if I've got five speakers, I can have... Uh, two in front, maybe one in the middle, um, uh, which is probably going to be called a subwoofer or something like that. And then behind me, uh, a couple of speakers. That's that's my five speakers. You can have a different configuration, but that gives you surround sound. Adding at 7.1 just gives you much better quality. However, not everything is broadcast in 7.1, so you're relying more on the uh, the Blu-ray, the DVDs that you've purchased to actually be able to listen to that kind of quality of sound and actually have a good amp as well in order to, to actually uh, manage it, uh, manage the sound. So 7.1 is uh, basically two more speakers than the 5.1. Uh, the amp is a key thing there, isn't it, Gary? Because yeah. you could buy a really cheap 7.1 and not get as good a sound system Correct. as you would get from a much better quality 5.1. It could be tinny. It could just be not have the the, the, the great crisp quality. And in, and some of the purists would tell you it also depends not only on the amp, but on the actual quality of the speakers. And even the cables that go from the amp to the speakers. Now, you know, we had a bit of a discussion before about DAB radio and during drive time when you're picking up the kids from school and whatever, would you notice a difference? And Do you know, purists might, most of us wouldn't know the difference between 7.1, great quality, or not so great quality, but until you hear it. And actually, once you hear it, you go, wow, there is a bit of a difference there. Um, we've got uh, 5.1, I think. No, we've not. We've got 7.1 at home, but we've had it for over 10 years. And although the amp did play up a few weeks ago, it's fixed itself somehow. I don't know how. We switched off and switched it back on again, then it worked. Um, but 7.1, and the quality is amazing. And I did watch a, a film um, with Kevin Bacon on it. Um, I think Footloose? It was, uh, no, Some of All Fears, I think, or something like that. And uh, there was a scene. It's, it's a, a bit of a sort of paranormal, scary movie. Um, and there was a scene 
where there was a dog growling in a garden as the postmistress, the lady who's delivering all the mail, is putting the mail through the doors. And she's opening gates and the gate opened behind me and the dog growled behind me, which is exactly in sync with what I'm seeing on the TV. And the first time I heard it, yes. Um, <laughs> it was a little bit frightening. It's, it's an immersive experience. It, let's just it say was that. holy. I run five point one, uh, and that's on a D. That's on an old Sony DVD player, and and I run that through the TV and the PlayStation as well now. And to be honest, it works absolutely perfectly. Yeah. It's really good. You can get nine point one, can't you? And you got speaker in the floor and a speaker in the ceiling. Really? Oh yeah, wow! Just get like you know the like the, the full if on the plane was going over you. You would hear it over. Oh, fantastic. Mason, I hope that answers your question. Uh, Kevin on the world says, "Dear City Talk, what fitness apps does Gary use on his iPhone?" Oh, here we go. I use Runkeeper on Android, but I'm getting a five S when my deal expires. That's Kevin on the world currently using Runkeeper on Android. I presume that might be available for the iPhone as well. You just continue well, using that account. Possibly. I I, I was uh, uh, launching or uh, sending off, waving off uh, a bunch of runners at the Nike store in Liverpool one last week, um, running for Sheena, um, who um, is uh, getting over having cancer. And Nike allowed her and uh, runners, um, many of them, uh, in the pink and purple fun run, raising money for the Linda McCartney Centre. And it was Nike were actually explaining about their apps and what you could do. You could download it onto Android, Windows or iOS. Great idea. Um, and, of course, it, it helps you with how many calories are you burning off. Uh, it makes recommendations uh, about your, your physical peakness and, and what you can do and what not to do. So they do help. Do I use any? Get a life. I've got better <laughs> things to do. Um, I should actually use them, um, but I use memory and I walk a lot, a lot. Uh, I've got a very high metabolic rate. And in fact, one of those apps measured my metabolic rate uh, a few weeks ago. And apparently I've got the age of a 39, the metabolic age of a 39-year-old. I didn't feel it as though I did. But that's what it told me. So the apps can be quite useful. Um, they can me measure uh, fantastic things. And, of course, you had a bit of a grumpy ton uh, yesterday morning talking about the Pebble Watch, which also has apps on it. You can download from the Pebble App Store, from Google Play, etc. So there are apps out there that are partly very, very good. But Do I already, use them? No, Kevin. Kevin's already getting an iPhone 5S. You don't have to spend any more money for him. Uh, finally, this one comes through, and this must have been off the conversation we were having yesterday, Gary, on Twitter, because ah. uh, we were talking on the breakfast show yesterday about wearable tech, this Pebble smartwatch. Um, Pionpul simply says, when will people stop talking about wearable tech? Nobody wears tech, stupid people. Well, do you know, I, I was... And he's, I, I don't, but maybe stupid people is a bit too harsh, but... They're not it's stupid, right. no. People kept talking about wearable tech, and nobody's wearing any tech. You don't see anybody wearing yes, Google they glasses. Are. You wear tech every day. You wear a watch. Yes, but I don't One wear a smartwatch. One day that was wearable tech. Yeah, but it's not a smartwatch, it's only, which it's only a collaborates name. with my Android phone or anything like that. Well, I didn't do this yesterday for what's geeked in the last week, but uh, last week, Google launched the new titanium range of spectacles. And you can now buy a reasonably trendy pair 
of Google wearable specs. So you could be browsing the web. Um, you could be getting driving instructions through your glasses that you're wearing in the car. The, the, the question is whether it be legal or not, because it could be distracting. But wearable tech is not just about watches that measure um, whether you're walking fast or how many calories you're burning off. It's actually moving into Google Glass. And you can now spend $249 on a frame and get prescription lenses and actually attach the Google attachment that can actually do Facebook and browsing on the web and give you driving instructions or route instructions or tourist instructions. You could be walking past the town hall and these Google specs could actually tell you through Google Glass that it's a town hall, it's history, show you videos. And you'll never notice because you're too busy looking at Facebook. Well, or, or browsing and updating Twitter, etc. I know, but wearable tech is the future. And remember those contact lenses that I said you could get that have got a fine um, uh, uh, mesh inside two bits of contact lens, put them in your eye, and actually it could also tell you what you're doing on Twitter or Facebook and whatever. And do you know what? That's going to happen. And I know you were grumpy saying the elevator to space will never come and the Pebble Watch you don't like because it's like an old Casio. But you've got to start somewhere. It's called Innovation Mick, and that's what this show is all about. Absolutely, an innovation that you'd actually ever think of wearing something on your wrist that would provide you with information. Wow. Exactly. Uh, Gary, thank you for your time today. The Gadget Surgery is back next Tuesday. If you hear us talking about yesterday morning, it's because Gary's also on The Breakfast Show on a Monday morning talking about what has geeked in the last week, i.e. the latest tech news. You can email in your questions for next week's Gadget Surgery. If you've got tech problems in your home, you're looking for recommendations for uh, new technology maybe you're looking for a new smartwatch or maybe you're looking for uh, problems to uh, solve in, in regard to maybe a virus on your laptop send them in to surgery at citytalk.fm we'll see you next week gary thank you this is the city surgery on city talk 105.9